Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, the podcast for bow hunters who have jobs. This is your podcast. <laughs> you made it. You are a contributing member of society, and you like to bow hunt, and this is your podcast. Uh, welcome. Good to have you. Thanks for the support. Thanks for tuning in. Um, hopefully, if you're tuning into this, you've been to workingclassbowhunter.com and seen all the sweet stuff we have for sale on our website. Sweet stuff, new stuff. Yeah, and some new swag on you're there. planning on being optimistic and hoping COVID can go get effed. And you'll be at the Nebraska show to come hang out with us. That's what this podcast is about. It is basically, without uh, going any deeper or being obvious with it, it's to promote the show. Yep. Um, especially in tough times like we're living in right now, what better way to help people that are running shows and stuff like this? If it all happens how we're wanting, please come out to the show. Support people. Support the people that are there with their small businesses at the booths. Come say hi. Come hang out. Um, spend money or not, just be there. Come out and say hi. Have fun. Let's have a beer. Let's get this community out. Let's not be scared. We can't live in for in fear forever. Let's do this shit. It's a hunting community. Let's build each other up. Good time. So that was very well said. Getting that. Thanks, man. That was nice. I try. I try. Uh, the podcast is brought think, to you I by. I think I go. Would you? Would you go? I think I will. I can't wait to see you there, man. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is uh, presented by HHA Sports, and they've been kind enough to save you some some money during these trying times uh, with code WCB15 at HHASports.com. Oh, we're so dumb. <laughs> also, the podcast is brought to you by Sin Crusher. Everybody Loop. accused of being smart. Hey, wage brains. Uh, Loophold, Thermosy, Victory Archery, Gator Outdoors, Big Time, and Old Barn Taxidermy. Um, some cool things there. You know, HHA, the code WCB15. 
Um, Thermoseat gives out the code for our listeners, WCTS at Thermoseat's website. We also have our own working class they Thermoseat's. They go on our website, and we have them right there. Yep. Um, also, Gator Outdoors Lifestyle Brand, and they still are currently carrying some of your favorite bands. Brands. Bands. Brands. Band? Use code WCB10 to save yourself some money there. Uh, also, big time code up till the end of the year, WCB2020. Um, they got some good things coming, some podcasts coming down the line with Big Time. And Old Barn is still doing the uh, basically the entry contest for working class listeners. You kill a deer, bring an end to them, get entered in to win a free shoulder mount for next year. Just from the pot of working class listeners. So mm-hmm. we got maybe three listeners out there um, in the country. <clears throat> so if you're you know, you know one of five by this point, by the time this airs, you have a one in five chance to win the free shoulder mount at Old Barn Taxidermy, Fort Madison, Iowa. Uh, check it out. Thanks to our partners. You guys are the shit. Um, Throw shit on the ground. We're being efficient. And Doug has a veteran shout out. We're just running right through it. Do it. Okay, this was submitted by Sarah Hurst. And the veteran name is Cody Hurst. He was in the Army. It says Cody is retired from the United States Army where he was an infantryman. He currently works at the Army Depot in Pennsylvania and is a father to three kids. He was deployed in Iraq from 2006 to 2007. He's an avid hunter and fisherman and enjoys taking our three kids hunting and fishing with him. He started out his own nonprofit called uh, Freedom Warrior Outdoors that helps get disabled vets as well as retired or active military out hunting and fishing. Very cool. He's always willing to help anyone out. So thanks for your service, Cody, and uh, that's really awesome that he does that. That is cool. Shout that out again. What's the name of it? i got to find it. Freedom Warrior Outdoors. Freedom Warrior Outdoors. Yep. I'm assuming they have Instagram and Facebook and all that, but I, I doubt they put all that in there. But No, they didn't, but uh, we can look it up. Very cool. Awesome, man. Very awesome. Well, thank you for your service and giving back. That's really cool. Thank you, sir. Yep. Yeah, very cool. Well, awesome. Thanks, Doug. Welcome. For reading that. Thank you, sir, <laughs> thank for your you, service. Thank you, Cody. Yeah, thanks, Cody. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Cheers to you. Um, in the studio right now, myself, Kurt Geyer. Eric Hammond. We have Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. The Lord. And we have guest host all the way from Hayward, Wisconsin. Jordan Gensberg. What's up, buddy? Not too bad. How are you? Good. First time ever on a podcast? It is. You're from North, North, North Wisconsin. Northwoods, Wisconsin, yep. So, line and kugels. Line and kugel country, yep. <laughs> I like it, man. Well, I think uh, we need to transfer all our beer to line and kugels. I'd be okay with that, I think. That's a good idea. We could do it. You guys have... So, hear that, hear that bush light? I wouldn't be mad about hear that. It. He knows all about Line and Kugels. His lodge that he his business he has up there, Angler Haven Resort, is a certified liney lodge. Yeah, explain so. that quick before we dive into this whole like podcast. Yeah, how's it? I always wondered how that all worked. The short story of it is we are an honorary liney lodge. Um, basically, we saw a lot of Line and Kugels were loyal to their brand, and they reward us with being an honorary liney lodge. Really? There's a bunch of them in, like, Wisconsin? There's, we're the first ever honorary Liney Lodge. There's there's Liney Lodges, but we're an honorary Liney Lodge. So there's one uh, down on a lake south of us that's the, another one. So there's only two. Oh, no kidding. Yep. It's got a ring to it. So you guys are like the The big boys of, like, serving Liney Kugels in Wisconsin. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of a big deal. That is a big deal. I feel like you're downplaying this a little bit. We're humble. Okay. I'll, I'll say... Very humble. You should be Very more humble. cocky about that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, we are the line. Shout out, pull back and let go. Uh, it's a, it's a thing I came up with. I'm an avid bow hunter, um, and just kind of came across my wage brain one day, and I thought that sounds kind of cool, and so I dug into it deeper. I kind of researched it and thought it might be a cool thing to just screw around with and start yeah. an Instagram page and 
now I got clothing and a website and some really awesome. some really yeah. high quality clothing. So, Very nice stuff. It's been going good so far. You're a man of many hats because some high quality shit. Yeah, it, it is, man. And for the record, you didn't come on here like, hey, let's plug all this stuff. I'm doing it for you. Pink House Neon. Yep. Okay. I, uh, Explain my, that. This is my original. It, my my original deal out of high school was instead of go to college, I'm kind of a hands-on guy. So uh, I apprenticed a guy in Bristol, Tennessee, to learn how to do neon signs, bend glass, and um, yeah, so long story short, I started my own business mm-hmm. uh, back in my hometown and then was doing lots of trips back and forth from Winona, Minnesota to Hayward. And yeah, I got a lot of <laughs> lot of little stories there, but uh, the shorts of it, I, I started a neon shop and then I moved to Hayward and I still do it. And I bought a house up there and it has an old kind of like a farmhouse and I kind of converted it into a neon shop and when we bought it, it was really ugly and kind of a salmon-y pink color, so mm-hmm. that's where Pink House Neons was okay, born. Okay, so when you say neon shop, like neon signs, like neon old signs, school, glass, legit bending, Yes, correct. Very cool. It's like you're doing all the intricate hand detail, like... Heating yep, it up, bending yep, it. Yep. I mean, Almost like lost art type shit, yeah, right? Yep. Like everybody I know that does it is like 50 plus. How did you learn how to do that? Just, uh, like- just apprenticed an old guy down in Tennessee and... He was kind of on the retiring side of things and bought half of his equipment. He came to my uh, hometown, went on to Minnesota, and helped me set up, and it's mm-hmm. just kind of been a thing ever since. How'd you like, cool, man. How'd you like I want to go into learning how to make neon signs? Was it Brixton Dunn? Um, on the neon moon? <laughs> <laughs> you hung out at bars a lot close. and stared at them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a long process. Uh, you learn how to bend first, and then you learn the the rest of the process bombarding and you know mounting and the whole thing so it's insane to watch i went up there and drank whiskey and we listened to heavy metal and he cranked out a little piece for the sign he's working on and it's it is an art form man it's cool to watch yeah you're in the middle of making the working class bow hunter logo i am as a neon sign i'm currently fighting the microphone yeah i but it's gonna look legit and it's gonna be cool and we're just going to have some perfect mistakes until we get there. That's, That's awesome, dude. Thank you so much for yeah, doing thank that. Thank you. Yeah. So say there's a hunting podcast, a hunting show, a hunting brand, a guy with a side business, a construction business. He's like, that'd be cool to have in the man cave or my business. Like, He can just get a hold of you and you can do that stuff? Yeah, I don't have a website for the neon stuff, but just look up uh, Pink House Neons on Instagram and message it, me there. Very cool. That's awesome, That's man. so bizarre. Interesting trades. How bizarre. Yes. Resort, hunting project. Neon shop. Yep. What else? That's it. That's I bet awesome. you no one else in this, pull off. No one else in this nation has that same same deal going on. Great he's beard. A, yeah. yeah. He's you. a man of many talents. Yeah. yeah. Just and, still trying and, to punch that tag, you know. That's the one thing I'm trying to get off my <laughs> back is that white tail. Yeah. yeah a bunch he, of cool cars and shit too. <laughs> yeah, you're down here hunting with Chandler. Yep. Very cool, man. The Lord. The we're, Lord. We're giving it a go. We're trying to get him on a big one, but the weather's not really cooperating. It's cold, but we don't have snow, and it's not cold enough to just make them get out on their own. Force them to yeah, get Yeah, we need up. some snow. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, hopefully we'll check back in with you. We got, like, a full blast podcast coming with you here eventually. And uh, But, yeah, it was cool. You're in town. Might as well come in, guest host for a little bit, yeah. and, and hang Love out. It. So. Sweet operation. So, cool. Thanks for being thank a part, you. man, and supporting us. Yeah, thank you. Well, cool, man. Let's get this uh, whole show on the road and uh, learn a little bit about the Nebraska show. We're being optimistic, so thanks for joining the podcast. All right, we are here with Mr. Nebraska Deer and Game Expo, Chris Edwards. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Good, Glad man. 
Thanks for joining hey, thanks us. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. We were at the show last year. Yep. Um, had a ton of fun. Um, it was cool to hang out. Um, it was a good time, man. All around, good vibes. The, the show was a ton of fun. The drive there was not so much well, fun. Well, we had, we had a, a blizzard. <laughs> a blizzard on the way there, but hey, we made it. Yeah, I, I, if I remember right, you guys uh, might have one night saw a guy uh, snap his leg in half, right? Yeah. yeah. So Live action. <laughs> quick story. We we went out for some drinks after the show, which you know we're known to do from time to time. Just one or, just one or two. Just, one, just, yeah, just a, a couple. quick a couple. Dinner, we had right back home. Beers. Go to bed. Guilty. Get, get ready for the show. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> and we watched a guy. It was like the just snowy, wintry weather of January in right. Nebraska. And a dude slipped and snapped his shin straight in half, and we watched it happen. And it was uh, felt bad for the poor gentleman. I, I we're assuming he was on a first date by the reactions of the girl that was with him because she was kind of like embarrassed by him and like didn't want to call nine one one. Yeah, it was weird. She was like, "Just get up already. Like you're fine." I'm pretty sure it was a tender <laughs> date for sure. Yeah, I'm like, just saying. I've never seen a cowboy boot bend that way. So. It's, That's all I saw. God, quit being a little bitch. Get up. It's tough in Nebraska. So. <laughs> yeah, Nebraskans are yeah. tough, apparently. So thanks for letting us experience that, Chris. It was, uh, it was, it was good for us, you know, deep down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully there's none of that this year, you know. It's uh, as as much, you know, that this year was probably that ice storm, you know, that's – we get snow, but it's rare for us to get ice like that, so – it kind of sucked last year, or this year, whatever you want to call it. Well, that was that was a little rough on that Friday. I don't think we had hardly anybody through the door that Friday, but it's pretty good the rest of the weekend. But Friday yeah. was rough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, that's just like the kind of the gamble of having a show. You know, trade shows are always like in this weird wintertime area when nothing, not a whole lot's going on. So great time, but know, the weather can really. You never know the weekend. You never know what's going to happen, right? But um, yeah. but man, with COVID and all that, you know, everyone's like all the shows last year after that got canceled. You know, we did the Nebraska show, the Iowa show, and then everything else was just kind of getting called off, which is a huge bummer. And I w- I've been looking forward to this show since <laughs> last year when we were there. Mm-hmm. And with COVID going on, you know, it's got everybody concerned and all that. But um, assuming everything's going normal, yeah. I mean, how, how are you feeling right now about it? I. Th- I mean, I'm feeling good. You know, I've been, I stay in touch with the uh, staff at the event center and talk about what's going on. And, you know, the, the concern was is uh, coming out of Thanksgiving, you know, the cases had kind of gone up here in Nebraska. So they had uh, essentially a shutdown, no more than 10 to a gathering. And that was supposed to be through the 18th. But over the weekend, uh, Governor Ricketts came out and, he, you know, reeled back on all of those because everything was starting to dive back down. So he pushed back into the yellow and everything's back up to 50% occupancy, which is, that's great for the event center. I mean, that's, I think at 25%, they were still at like 10,000 people. So, oh, great. That's good. Great. Yeah. So, well, you know, plenty of opportunity for people to come into the show um our floor plan even last year was already set up the way they wanted it you know 10 foot aisles for social distancing and all that stuff we already had that last year so we didn't have to we didn't have to do anything different um so yeah we were happy about that that's good man that's good news to hear that makes me feel really optimistic about it because 
you know, we, we love doing these shows and we love mixing up with people and interacting with people who might know who the hell we are or, or go out and hang out. They're just our people, you know. We like to bullshit and, and have well, fun. Well, even if this show yep. goes on, they might give us that little advantage like, hey, this year might happen for all the rest of the shows, you yeah. know. Yeah, for we'll sure. take this one well, off. Well, yeah, I was, you know, I kind of know, know in our community and the type of people that we have within the uh, hunting and outdoor industry and just community in general itself, it surprised me how many shows were already, you know, canceling early on this year for 2021. Right. I wonder if a lot of it is just people like not wanting to worry about like the headache of like planning on it, then it being canceled. So they just in case canceled it. But like last year we were in that weird dancing around area, like Ohio show. I remember like, Hey, we're getting ready to go to Ohio. No. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Okay. Officially canceled. But then we had to like look up if it was actually canceled. Like you couldn't find it anywhere. Right. And, but yeah, I mean, you get, you get blue collar, more Republican mindset type people you know, we get the cold and we drink beer and dip and <laughs> eat dead shit all the time. Like, what's a coronavirus going to do? You know, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, that's just it. You know, it, uh, you know, I, I get it. Probably a lot of these bigger companies that, you know, they're, they got to keep the peace or keep everybody happy and, I'm just not that way. I'm like, the, the, this so is my belief. This is what I think. If you don't like it, fuck you. And, right. you exactly. know, you can do your own thing. And you don't like it, don't come out. But I think our community is the type of people that they probably feel the same way. Agreed. I, I think they are, too. Um, and and that's, what I, that's what we liked about you. I mean, we hit it off with you right away, you know, interacting with you at our booth and stuff at yep. the show. We're like, this is our type of guy. And, um, I mean, it was cool, man, that... The show was a ton of fun. The people were a ton of fun out there. And then afterwards for the vendors, like you guys, remember you get bought the fight. There's a big UFC yep. fight, and you threw a little fight watch there for everybody. So, I mean, you took care of all the vendors, and, and it was cool, man. Um, so yeah, we've been looking forward to it. We were like, you know, hopefully no snowstorm next year because I think there would be twice as many people without that. And then, you know, of course, COVID falls on our lap. But um, that's cool. At 50%, yeah. even at 50%, that's still a ton of people that can come into that oh, show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, well you know that's that's not going to be a problem pushing enough people through there. Um, you know we're gonna we'll, we'll be doing. I've kind of held off on you know doing a lot of advertising just because you know I didn't want to spend a bunch of money and then you know get punched in the balls. So sure, <laughs> right. I uh, I've held off, but I'm starting to line stuff up, and we're gonna we're gonna flood some advertising on radio and TV and. Um, just get the word out there. Yeah. Well, that's good. Know. I mean, that's more confident than saying, hey, we're going to be at the show and we're going to be there. Yeah, we're going to rock it either way. What what sort of yep. – uh, what kind of people are going to – kind of people? What kind of booths are being booked at the show? I don't know how to word that. What kind, kind of, of pe- people? Yeah, what, what kind of people are going to be there? <laughs> what kind of question is that? I don't know. I'm asking it, though. What kind of beer, people are being there? Beer drinkers. Stick to your guns. <laughs> beer drinkers and killers. That's right. That's right. I like um, that. Let me yep. ask you this, then. More. Let me get finer into that. What booth besides ours are you most excited about? Well, you know, I, I definitely need to be really excited about uh, our title sponsor, which uh, they're they're back with us for a second year, and that 
really makes us happy that they believe in us and come back, and that's Whitetail Properties Real Estate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are a new show this year, and, you know, they believed in us enough to be our title sponsor and support us, and uh, they came out to the show last year, and um, they're right up front again, booth 19. Uh, they have a great setup when they're there. I uh, think it looks great. Got a great group of guys with Luke Wallace and Jason Shent and uh, a couple other guys that come in there. I don't know all of them, but those are two of them that I know pretty good and uh, just really good group of really good group of guys that uh, they love the outdoor industry. They want to support Nebraska and. You know, I'm, I'm happy they're with us and they continue to stay with us and support us. So, um, that's one booth I'm excited about. Of course, we got, uh, another one, uh, Bass Pro Shops Cabela's will be with us again. Very cool. Uh, awesome. they're our associate sponsor again this year. Again, you know, they believed in us enough last year or this year to, um, become a sponsor and, um, enjoyed the show and thought it was, uh, a good enough show this year to continue sponsoring us in 2021. So, uh, they'll be back out. They'll have a, uh, big booth again. I don't know if they'll, you know, last year they had, uh, the drawing you could enter to win the, uh, trip down to, oh, I always forget the name of their lodge, the lodge that's down there in, uh, Missouri at Bass Pro Shops down there, but you could win that. I don't know if they're going to be doing anything like that again this year, but mm-hmm. um, they'll be out there. And, of course, uh, we've got uh, Whitetail Adrenaline coming out this year. Oh, uh, nice. Jared Sheffler and the crew. And, uh, those guys are awesome. Yep. Yeah, everybody loves those yep. guys. Oh, boy. You better be ready to drink beer if them guys are around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's for sure. So we're excited to have them out here. Uh, I know Jared and Chancey are supposed to be um there i don't know who else from the crew might be down there but for sure those two are supposed to be there um jared will be doing uh seminars all three days on public land whitetail hunting so um be a good opportunity to come out and you know that guy uh, you know we we have all their videos we watch that's what we watch at deer camp when we're up there uh, it's about three weeks that i spend at deer camp each year and that's two weeks before our rifle season and then our rifle season. And I watch a lot of that. And I just, if there's a guy that can do spot and stock hunting, he's, he's the guy, man. I mean, out of a minivan. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) In grass, that looks like you went out and mowed it with your lawnmower every day. And Uh all right. He's out there and, you know, he's getting close enough that he's whacking them things with, you know, traditional. Yeah, longbows you know, and he's, he's, he's getting in on them. So, you know, I enjoy that. I was kind of excited when, uh, I, didn't know I was, he was able to book them to come out. Yeah, I didn't know he was coming out. That's a big, big draw. I do. Those guys yep. are so awesome. And Jared is literally, he, I'm big shout out to them guys that he did our podcast, I think like episode 15. We didn't. It might have been before that. It might have been. We didn't have no like we weren't established. We barely knew what the fuck we were doing. I was nervous as hell to interview him. I've known oh, his yeah. videos, like have all his videos too. Watch them the same way you said. And it, he's busy, so we can never. The reason why he hasn't been on as frequent because we can't really get our schedules to align. Right. And but he gave us a shot, and he was like, he was like oh, yeah. one of the boys off the first ten minutes. But I'll walk by his booth thinking he's busy, you know, at, at a show. And I'll be walking by and get near past and be like, Kurt. 
And I'll turn around, but sorry, dude, I thought you were busy. What's up, Duke? You ain't going to come over and say hi? Right. It's like, oh, dude, sorry, man. I, like, I didn't know I thought you were <laughs> being a big time, you know? Yeah, big time. Um, so that's cool. That's really cool that he's there. That's a big, big draw. That's worth yeah. it in itself to come. Screw us, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, heck no. You got, you, I'm excited that you guys are back, you know? it's uh, We're number four. <laughs> we're fourth. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm on the podcast with you guys. I don't think I had to talk about the fact that you guys are going to be out there and how I feel about you. Shit. Oh, yeah. We no, talked you... about broken bones and <laughs> fight and shit. I mean. No, I we're, we're the total package. Yeah, we're the total package, but we're not we're not the right. main attraction, you know? Like, we just got a little bit of it all. We dabble here and there. But Whitetail Adrenaline, that's, that's a good one. Um, yeah, last year we had to steal electricity from the neighbors. What? <laughs> Yeah, the guys with the boats, we sold their electricity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we hooked yep. up their electricity. Oh, the... We thought it was ours, and they're like, hey, is this your extension cord? We're like, yeah, we thought this was electrical. And then we ended up didn't have an electrical or something. He's like, oh, we don't give a shit. Just go ahead and steal it. Oh, I, I guess I didn't realize. <laughs> I was in there when we set up. But... Yeah, I wasn't either. But, yeah, I mean, nice. I think, Eric, didn't you take a nap? Well, I don't know if Cabela's would love this. But oh, they, yeah, in the canvas tent. Yeah, they had their tent set up in the booth, <laughs> and we were all hung over. Which we tend to be at shows sometimes. Us? I went and took oh, yeah. a little snooze in the uh, cot in the canvas tent. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know if we we're supposed to talk about that one, but uh, so whitetail yeah, adrenaline. Whatever. I mean, what other what other ones are you excited about? Uh, we got Melissa Bachman out again. She'll be doing seminars. Um, you know, I don't I don't know if you know Melissa at all. Oh yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've, I've I've met her through. I know she's been on your podcast, but yeah, I've met her through uh, my involvement with the Big Game Conservation Association is where I first met her. She was a special guest at one of our banquets a few years ago, and yeah, just uh, I mean, down to earth. I mean, she's she's one of us when it comes to yep. you know. She's just she loves to hunt. Um, she's real and she's great with the kids and I don't know how many kids and ladies she's brought into the sport, but she's a great ambassador Yeah, she really just is. for the hunting community. So, um, we're big fans of Melissa mm-hmm. and we keep going back like off on these tangents, but Melissa is another one of those that was on our show really early on and we've done a few, um, with her, but I want to tell a funny story about last year's show real quick, if you don't mind. So, <laughs> oh god, absolutely. So we brought I mean, how many of these funny stories are you going to tell from this show? Well, that make you want to come out and see us at the show, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying, telling them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm building this up. See, them in. see what I'm doing? So I brought my brother-in-law with to the show last year, and one, I just wanted him to experience like the outdoor show, like atmosphere, and come out and have some fun. So, and he doesn't. He coyote hunts a little bit, but. He doesn't watch like hunting media, television. He doesn't listen to the hunting podcast, nothing like that. I totally forgot about that. And he, yeah, he's just, he's a really outgoing, like bubbly personality, real fun, down to earth guy. And so we got him all decked out in working class gear, and he kind of looks like he's part of the crowd. But he had like this ridiculous mullet at the time. And Joe Dirt mullet. And he's a kind beautiful. of the type, yeah, Joe Dirt mullet. He's, he's the type of guy, like, he's just fun. Like, he's loud, and he's like, hey, what's up? And he's just bubbly and just outgoing. Well, he sees Melissa Bachman walk by, and he doesn't doesn't know who Melissa Bachman is. And he's like, dang, did you see that chick? You know, like, in the booth. And I'm like, hey, Jake, like, this is, like, one of the baddest female hunters on the planet. And I like, kind of gave him the, the spiel. Baddest. I'm like, yeah, like, kills lions, like talked about i kind of explained the whole like lion controversy she went through a few years you know for five six years ago and 
gave him the rundown of who Melissa Bachman was. Well, I guess he forgot. Or he just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, or he drank care. enough, he didn't remember. Yeah, and it was he's just being fun, you know. And Melissa, like, walked by, and we were talking to her. We're like, oh, hey, what's up? She's like, oh, hey, what's going on, guys? And Jake, like, w- without skipping a beat, is just like, dang, you're sexy. Like, just hit, hit, <laughs> to Melissa Bachman. Just hitting on her. Like, hitting on her, but being, like, bubbly and fun and friendly. He wasn't being, like, a creep by any means, but just being bubbly and funny, right. you know, kind of joking with her. And she's just like rolled with his punches like oh thank you yeah like just was like get kind of gave it right back to him like okay yeah you're gonna do that and and then she was funny like walked off and i'm like jake i was like you just like hit on the baddest female hunter on the planet like that girl would just like that girl would hip toss you and throw you on the dirt so fast it was just i just love that story and that might not mean anything to anybody but me but jake being a non-hunter being like this bubbly guy too like Trying to hit on Melissa Had Bachman. No idea who Melissa Bachman was. <laughs> yeah, and then it not working was right. like the funniest thing ever. Like it just shows like she's she's been in this game a while. Oh, yeah. ain't nothing that's gonna catch yeah. her off guard. But anyway, that's a one funny story from the show. Sorry about that, but I just I guess I thought it was worth mentioning. <laughs> that's just one of the many funny stories, right? His sister, right. which which is funny. His sister, you know, I, my, he's my brother in law. My wife loves that story. Um, and thought that was like the funniest thing ever when we got home. I told her about that because <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. She understands like what what Melissa Bachman is, you know. Um, so sorry, Great. Melissa. Um, <laughs> and she listened to this. Probably not, but uh, sorry if you are listening. She probably just laughed about it. Oh, you? She laughed it off. It was so funny. Got a crazy crew. Crazy crew, but yeah, yeah Melissa Melissa Bachman in the house. I'm sorry, I keep cutting off these stories. I don't mean to keep doing that. It's just funny. Oh, no, absolutely. We got to talk about all the fun that people have coming out to the show. Right. That's right. That's right. You know, it's, uh, you know, we got a lot of exhibitors, but of course, you know, we want to talk about, uh, we'll have the big buck contest going again. So I've been seeing a lot of big bucks on, uh, the Bucks of Nebraska page. They've been posting a lot of them. So I'm hoping we see a few of those, uh, out at the show this year um and then of course we got the uh 3d shoot going on again and this year they're expanding that out um it's going to be bigger um they're going to add some more i don't know scenery trees shrubs stuff whatever make it a little more exciting of a shoot so definitely want to bring your bow out for that and check that out and can anyone enter in that Yep, anybody can enter. We just got to get somebody from our crew to enter that. Who's doing it? Doug. Doug, you're in. <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. Doug, you should do it. All right. You're going to be wearing one of those stupid helmets with the two beers on each side, you know? Can I? <laughs> well, I probably can't put beers on them if you're shooting your bow, but would you do it, Doug? Would you do the the 3D shoot? The celebrity 3D shoot, Doug. Must Oh, no, you don't even call me celebrity, but. No, we can put your Dale Earnhardt. Jacket uh, on, yeah. oh, easy. Be I don't want to pressure on me. <laughs> Be a celebrity. <laughs> Come on, man. All right, I'll do nice. it. Do it for the people. Doug's in. Doug's in. There you go, man. Chris, I you would heard love it. to shoot up, but I don't have time. <laughs> yeah, I'm too good for that, pal. I don't have time for that. Jeez, Chris, my, <laughs> my, my, my wife would probably uh, 
not be too happy with me if I shag not you know, shoot the 3D while <laughs> she's got to keep working. <laughs> yeah, it's a great excuse, man. It's a great excuse. The owner of the show <laughs> runs everything. I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah, I got to shoot. Sure you are. Yeah. Go ask my wife. Yeah, <laughs> I, need to, I need to go over here and check this out, make sure everything's running smooth. I need to check the overhead rotary girt. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doug, Doug's going to shoot it. Apparently, there I There we go. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. bring bring your uh, Dale Earnhardt jacket. No, your, I don't know about that. And your in uh, your sunglasses, you'll be good. Just don't wear anything working class until you like start doing a little good. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if I win? Just... Nice. Well, then you're gonna have to uh, claim your prize and uh, decked out in WCB gear. There what is go. the prize if you win? Uh, well, you get a plaque, and then I, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to talk about it just yet. But everybody that enters the uh, 3D shoot, um, they're they'll be put into a hat for a prize, which a date with Melissa Bachman. We'll go with that for now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I can't confirm what the prize is. I haven't. Uh, I, I would like to talk about it. Okay, we won't. Like we won't push you. About, we won't but, push you. But, but I. But I can't because I don't have. I have confirmation, but I don't have confirmation. If that makes sense. Yeah. Now. Sure. I get it. No, I get it. it makes sense. I, 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 I don't. I don't, don't want to promote somebody and then not. I'm hearing you, David Melissa Bachman. We got it. We got it. Yeah. So. But <laughs> he's like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> you know, and then then of course you know I mean. A main attraction we got this yeah there's this really cool place that's in the back and it's it's gonna have a counter and there's gonna be people there serving like bush lattes what? and other beers and probably some mixed drinks I, mean, I think that'll be a i think that'll be a pretty solid attraction you have a okay. place that does that like a bar yeah. I'm in. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. I, I think that one's. I think that one's going to be pretty popular. I'll check it out. What happens is you bring your cash that you. All right, here's what I do when I go to a trade show, and I know I'm going to spend money. I budget myself to a certain amount of cash in my pocket, and the, that cash is meant for spending on hunting products and not beer. So you, beer is like kind of free reign. I spend what <laughs> I want on beer, and then I. You have three dollars left to spend on hunting equipment. Well, no, I I debit my beer and stuff because that's I gotta maintain. Oh, okay, right, like it's like a necessity at this point. And then the cash in my pocket is to buy stuff at like booths and like support people, like DVD. I like hunting DVDs and collecting DVDs and stuff like that, which they're kind of disappearing. But uh, like White Children on does that, you know. I yep. always get their DVDs, um, like a shirt, or a cool shirt or something like that. Um, and then I drink so much beer that I go to the ATM again, and then my whole budgeting that I planned in the first place is out the window, and I have a good time, and I don't regret it. My wife doesn't get mad at me. So that's how I go about trade shows. It's worked out so far, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not divorced yet. Like, it's been filed, but, like, it's so far, it's good, you know? It's a bold strategy. I won't sign it. <laughs> I ain't gonna sign shit. <laughs> it's there. I just haven't signed it. <laughs> I spend all my money at the trade show. Half of nothing's nothing. You know what I mean? It's my theory. You got to drink beer. I mean, you've got tree stands. You've got a bow. You got camo. I mean, if by some chance you're not able to buy stuff other than beer, 
I mean, you'll make it through the season, right? Yeah, right. Right. you already right. got all the stuff. <laughs> right. We're good. We got everything we need. You can look at the stuff for next season. That's what you can do. <laughs> yeah, we're so dumb. There's like there's a good percent of people that are like following my sarcasm there, and then there's like a great percent of them that are like, I don't know what this dude is talking about. But either way, if you're here, all I know is he's getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not actually happening for the record. Yeah, uh, but I know about. Um, but yeah, man, cool. Like awesome vendors. Um, beer, that's cool. Cabela's, Whitetail Properties, uh, the Big Buck Competition. I mean, there's a lot to see, a lot to do. Uh, I, beforehand, I'd never heard about a show in Nebraska going on. You always hear about the Iowa show, Ohio, Madison, and like PA, of course. But mm-hmm. um, it, I mean, before last year, Nebraska wasn't on our radar. And, and I don't know if that is a common thing, but obviously for people who live in Nebraska, it needs to be. Well, yeah, and see, we didn't uh... – we hadn't had a show out here in Nebraska since I think it was like 2014 or 2015. Um, there was we had the uh, Nebraska Buck and Bird Classic, and you know I don't really know what happened. They tried to move it to the summer one year and just couldn't get the vendors because that's when a lot of the shows down south are, and right. then they just quit doing it. So I had been. Uh, talking about a show in nebraska for quite a few years and that we needed one back and saying that you know as i tell my wife i was interested in doing one and finally this year well last year she said either stop talking about it or do it for god's sake I'm tired <laughs> of listening to you so to <laughs> me, good woman that was the green light so i got to go ahead to do it so that's what started planning and so you know, we're like, let's let's bring one back, and and I've got a lot of really good friends that, you know, help me out, to, you know, come out and work and help me get everything ready for the show, and you know, I appreciate that. You know, I think you guys met Jeremy Schaefe last year, but he's uh, kind of my right hand man in a lot of things. He helps me out with a lot of stuff, and you know, I appreciate him and his wife and daughter come out and help too. So it's. Uh, very appreciative glad we have the show back uh you know even my wife giving me the green light she's the one that's in the uh, show office all weekend uh taking care of all that stuff for me so she supports me and all of my crazy ideas that i have i mean i'm uh i'm all over the place i don't i'm not a man of one trade i'm I'm a Jack of all trades, master and none. So it's <laughs> the way to be, man. That's how we all are. It's uh, you know, twenty years in the Navy, I missed a lot of hunting seasons, missed a lot of uh, passions that I enjoy, and so since I retired, I've that's kind of what my life revolves around outside of my family, and my wife supports me, and thank goodness she likes to hunt, and my son likes to hunt, so. You know, it it works out. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for your service too. Yeah, thank right. you for that, man. I guess I wasn't aware well, of that. Thank you. Very cool, man. Well, I we enjoyed like... it. Yep. Good, man. Good. Yeah, that's awesome. It's uh, it, dude, the show is so much fun. It's it's kind of cool. Like you thought about it, the wife gave you the go ahead, and normally that's all it takes for for certain guys, you yeah. know. And you jumped on it, man. And I thought last year was a ton of fun. We had a blast. Uh, we just love like the trade show atmosphere in general. It's oh, like yeah. our type of thing. And uh, we're excited to come back, and I'm glad that we're we're powering through this like weird time. And 
and I feel good about it happening. And I just hope people really come out. And I, I think what's good this year for the show is that people are like kind of stir crazy. They want to yeah. they want to go mix it up. They want to be out of the house. They want to just, yep. just do what they normally did before all this bullshit. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Yep. It's uh, you know, twenty twenty has been a uh year for the books sure and uh i don't know i just uh you, you know i don't want to dive too much into stuff but you know i'm i'm, I'm a patriot so it's uh my, my thoughts on a lot of this stuff or <laughs> <laughs> we're catching a drift already gotcha. yeah we're right so, there with you say no more so fam. it's uh <laughs> we're picking up where you're putting down I smell it i'm glad we're in the same boat, so, man. I mean, we live in Illinois, right? I mean, what worst state to live in being the mindset of our people. So, um, you know, it's Illinois is, you know, majority wise is a country folk country type vibe for the most part. But you have Chicago. Yeah, it's a red state with Chicago. Right. Yep. It's Chicago. I was going to, I was going to like, I was going to name a list. You got Chicago. You got, uh, Chicago. You got Naperville. <laughs> you got Aurora. Yeah. But, but, but you know, you look out, you look across the country, and that's pretty much the way it is across the country. I mean, look at California. Yep. That's pretty oh, yeah. much a red state except for the cities. Yep. Yep, for sure. I mean, that's, that's ranch and hunting country when you get out there. I mm-hmm. mean, that's – so, you know, it's – you know, we got these city centers that – or the only blue you see on the map. Everything else is red, and yeah. you know they they like to do what we like to do. They like to go out and enjoy nature and right. hunt, fish, do all that stuff, and just a different you know, mindset altogether. And you know, people in the cities, it's not their fault. I mean, it's just the way that the the way of thinking is just different there. You know, and Absolutely. you know we can't fault oh, anybody yeah. for that. But you know if. We want to do what we want to do. Just let us do what we do. You know, if we want to have a trade yep. show in Nebraska about hunting and and have a great time and support each other, then we should be able to do that. Uh, no matter what's going on, that's that's my outlook exactly. on it. Anyway, like uh, you know, we understand the risk right now, and if we want to go out and you know, mask or whatever, yep. wear a mask, don't wear a mask, whatever, cool. We'll just hope hope to see you out there. That's it. Yep, exactly. We want we want everybody to come out and enjoy. We got a lot of great vendors. Um, we continue to get calls every day. Um, just got a call from. Uh, I was surprised because we pretty much with the borders. Um, you know, obviously our Canada vendors, the borders shut down, so they aren't able to make it down this year. Um, the New Zealand outfitters we had, their borders are shut down, so they're not able to make it out. And then, like our South Africa outfitters, you know, they want to come back, but they lost all their clients this year, so they just can't, you know, they can't afford to do it. Um, so, they're, you know, That's understandable. we lost those yeah. vendors, but I got a call today from a, a completely new African vendor today that they're they're coming over. They All their shows have been canceled um, except for, like, three shows so they're already planned to come over and so they're coming over they're going to come to our show and um very cool so we'll so we'll have an africa outfitter there we've got some uh you know u.s outfitters that'll be here um blinds i mean you know we we run the gamut blinds 
you know, deer supplement companies, deer feeds, um, real estate companies. A lot of our nonprofits in the outdoor industry for Nebraska are out, um, are coming to the show. Um, man, I, 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 do, a, I do think it's going to be a good turnout, man. People are stir crazy. I think no, that's people the are biggest. Coop, people have been cooped up all winter, anyways, and then you combine COVID with it. I think by the time middle of January rolls around, it's gonna people are gonna be ready to get out and do something. Yeah, Absolutely. if everything's a go, people will be there. I, I'm looking forward to it, man. Buckstorm will be our booth neighbor, I believe. Um, great dudes there. Yep. It, it's gonna be fun. I know we're gonna have a blast. We're gonna be cutting up. We're gonna try and do some podcasts in the booth. Um, we just hope people come out and hang out. That's the main thing. Just, yep. Let's get get out of the house. Let's have do that. Time. Shoot the shit, drink some beers, have some fun. For sure. Absolutely. It's it's going to be a good time. You know, it's uh, you got Rambo Bikes is going to be here. So come out and test out one of their bikes. They're going to let you ride them around. Uh-oh. Yeah. See Drink what a half kind a dozen of juice them electric bikes got. Um, right. We're going to have a we're going to have a kid zone that uh, Bass Pro Cabela's is uh, bringing a bunch of inflatables out. Uh, oh, good idea. Archery, pellet guns. Um, the 4-H, the uh, Lincoln Shooting Stars 4-H Club will be out with the uh, 4-H pellet gun trailer again this year. Um, you know, I, I said we had the 3-D shoot. We also got uh, National Archery in the Schools program, uh, which kind of is Prairie Bowman Archery Club that's putting on the 3-D. They also kind of do that uh, NASP area that's just for the kids to uh, shoot the bows. Um, you know, we're just going to have... A lot of different stuff out there. A lot of a lot of things to keep the kids entertained. Um, we've got a wine vendor, so you'll be able to sample what? some wines while you're out there. Oh, dude, I'm just gonna, I mean, I'm gonna hit some wine. T- I'm gonna do laps and hit that wine booth. Just like, <laughs> ah, switch hats. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we got we got a little bit of everything. Taxidermy. You know, it's uh. I like it, man. Uh, by the way, we didn't mention this earlier. <laughs> uh, January fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth is the show dates. So that's right. Not too far out. Uh, we hope to see you out there, man. Uh, everybody, just come out, hang out with us. Let's I mean, get after it. A month away. Yeah, today's the fifteenth. Yeah, time recording de- for sure. Definitely going to be a good time. You know, it's. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I've talked to a couple places, you know, for like, uh, you know, everybody getting together afterwards, but everything's been kind of limited on numbers for them to lock something in for us to go out there. So we'll probably just, probably what we'll do is just say, hey, we're going to go out to this place on this night and everybody comes there. Hey, that's Perfect. easy. We can make Bombard them. Yep. Just yep, a bunch of hunters. That's right. High, high fancy establishment asking for bush light and whatever else. But. Pretty much what we do every show. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't think there's a fight this year on that Saturday that we could get again. But yeah, that's all right. We can. I'd rather cut up a little bit, man. We've been cooped up so long. I'd rather mix it up with people and than sit and watch something, you know. So um, it'll be yeah. fun. Let's do that, man. We'll uh, we'll help uh, push the forefront on where we're going to have our post social gathering for the show, but. No, dude, we're looking forward to it, man. We we do appreciate you kind of like pushing through this weird time and yeah. saying, you know, hey, we're gonna ha- we're having the show, let's do it. So uh, that means a lot. You're helping people, all the vendors you're helping. Um, 
small businesses, people in need, people that are losing income for all these other shows that are getting canceled. So um, big shout out to you, man, for doing this. It, it means a lot. And that's we're glad to do this podcast and promote it the way we have been here um, because it's it's good. You know, it's it's a win win for everybody. And uh, I think that more people and more media platforms need to start promoting the small business trade show type of stuff because in, in return, it's going to help everybody that's there. So oh, absolutely. Right. Exactly. I, I, I agree with you. And I, you know, I, I appreciate all the uh, shout outs you guys have been giving us on your podcast. I appreciate it. I mean, it's uh, like I said, it, it helps to get the word out there and, you know, tells me obviously you guys had a pretty good time this year that you're talking about it and of course getting the getting the word back out there and you know like you know like you guys said earlier it was it, it, it was easy to talk to you guys because again like you said we're we're pretty much the uh same kind of people and yeah think the, the same, same and have the same kind of sense of humor, whether that's good or bad, but <laughs> you know, it was, you know, I, I felt like we hit it off and yeah. so I'm glad you guys are coming back and I appreciate the support and uh, looking forward to a great time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Heck yeah. Likewise. Can't wait for it, man. Well, cool. Anything yeah, we didn't cover that you need to shout out on the show and, or anything like that? What was that again? Anything you need to, before we head out of here, anything you need to shout out for the show or anything we missed? Uh, you know, I don't, you know, I'm sure once we're off, uh, there, there's always <laughs> things I'll think of that I should have talked about, but you know, I, I think I covered a lot of it, you know, just, uh, plug again, make sure, uh, you bring your, uh, deer mounts, whether, you know, they're in the drying period or they've already dried, whether it's a shoulder mount, European, uh, if you just got the skull plate, we don't care. Bring them uh, mounts out and get them scored at the show this year. Enter them into the big buck contest. Uh, we'll also have the uh, shed contest going on. Oh, cool. Um, Can people if, bring yeah, deer we'll, and stuff from out of state if they want? Yep, absolutely. We'll have, uh, um, like, our big buck contest is going to be for the 2019-2020 seasons. Uh, but then we have historical categories. So if you have something older than that you want to bring in, you can bring it in and then we'll have um, a category for other states. So if you're, you know, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, South Dakota, Minnesota, wherever you're coming from, you can bring them down and enter them in the uh, big buck contest. We would love to have them and get them scored. And so I, I think, uh, so we've got, uh, we're probably going to have, um, I think it's still standing is the Nebraska state record elk will be on display in the, um, Joel Helmer, who's one of our scorers. Uh, he wrote a book called Nebraska's bucks and bulls. Um, it's a bunch of stories about some of the biggest mule deer, whitetail and elk taken in Nebraska. He got with the hunters that took him and wrote the book, but his daughter, Oh, what's it been? Three, three years ago, two years, two or three years ago, she shot, she drew her Nebraska elk tag and shot the state record. It was, I even know there was elk in Nebraska. It was 420. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. O over 420. Yeah. It's, 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 it's impressive. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's <laughs> but, an impressive yeah. bull anywhere. 
Yep, Nebraska's got a very good uh, elk population. Um, I had no idea. Yep, it's it's resident only. You got to be a resident to hunt unless you buy one. Of, there are some auction tags out there. Hmm. Uh, so is that like a point for, system? Uh, it is, but not you know like Western states. It's not the same. So, like they just started the point system. I think seven years ago because I think I have seven points I'm maxed out uh, but they the permits have been around for like 25 years I think oh wow but they just started a point system but it's you're not guaranteed it's basically if you have seven points your name gets put in the drawing seven times okay oh, wow. that's insane I had no idea yep so and if you draw it's a once in a lifetime so if you draw your bull tag then you're done. You harvest, then you're done. What if you if don't you harvest? Draw, can you draw another? Then you have to wait five years, and then you can start applying again. Oh Oof. wow, that's yep, crazy! It, it, I had no idea. Yep. So, and the the elk population, it's it's growing. I actually had. So I I also run a hunting club here in Nebraska called Big Red Outdoors, and uh, one of my guys was sitting in a tree stand. Oh, it was right before our rifle season started. And he sent me a video up in Knox County, uh, Nebraska. It's up in northeast Nebraska. And sent me a video. He's like, holy shit. I just had a bull elk go my back tree stand. And you couldn't really tell in the video. I mean, you could see that it was an elk, but you couldn't really tell. But he said it was a really nice bull. Um, but just for an idea... It's not really. It's pre, they're pretty much western. Um, there is a county up here. They do kind of spread on the uh, north uh, boundary. They'll spread to the east, but we're talking the next county, two counties away, is where they have the next closest season, and I think it's like two or three tags in that county per year. I just looked up so Knox not, County, Nebraska, and it's like straight down from the river that divides South Dakota. And yep, that is you're damn near in Iowa to see elk. Yep, it's it's you're about a little over an hour away from Iowa, and there's I've I've got friends that live in Dixon County, which is just over from Sioux City. No kidding. And they have elk there, and they've they've uh, videoed um, some elk that they've seen out in fields. Um, I think they were all cows that they saw or that they've seen here the last year. But elk, I mean, the herd's really growing, so the elk are starting to spread out more because they just they got to expand their territory because they're the population. So they're growing. slowly making their way east, is what you're saying. Dude, we had elk in Iowa and Illinois. We'd grow the biggest elk of all time. Well, maybe, maybe we wouldn't. But. I'm kind of unrelated, but this is kind of crazy because Jordan's sitting here, and he said there's wolves right up where he's at, like seven hours north of us up in Wisconsin. So we got wolves up there. We got elk pretty much in Iowa, and we just had a black bear run right through our county here in Illinois this summer. So through Ross's ground. Yeah, it seems like the the I wild animals run. are just closing in on us. I love it. Hey, this black is good. bear run we, from we, a we, mile We got mile. moose out here. You know, talking about white tail adrenaline, did you see that one episode they were hunting nebraska and they filmed the moose how oh, i missed yeah. that one yeah that's what? been that uh, that was one of their early on ones but yeah there's moose sightings every year in nebraska and then uh 
that's probably been about 15 years ago now. There was a uh, male wolf shot kind of up in that north central Nebraska area, and they DNA'd it back to a pack out of Minnesota. Wow. See, oh, I, but, you know, looking at the map here, it's it touches Colorado, it touches Wyoming, it touches South Dakota. Like, yeah, of course there's those critters there, but, like, you just don't think of it. Like, yeah. top of your head, you're not thinking about oh. elk in Nebraska. You think... There's no elk until you hit Colorado. It's like the mindset generally, I think, for that's like when the well, bear. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we got a good population of mountain lions. Um, this year we had the lottery again for a bighorn sheep. The guy just harvested it here a couple weeks ago, shot a real nice uh, bighorn sheep on the uh, lottery tag. I feel so ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel strongly ignorant. I didn't know animals like this lived in Nebraska. But I'll be honest, though, no offense, Chris, but, like, not a lot of people think about Nebraska in the Midwest anyway where I'm at. Like, it's uh, big muleys what I think about. Nebraska, this is what – Well, I mean, what do you need to think about Nebraska for? You got – you're in Iowa and Illinois. You got huge whitetails there. Well, that too, but I guess the one thing we do think about Nebraska is from mule deer. It's mule, the closest yep. mule deer state for us. That's where Doug and I shot our mules. Out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yep. you know, we just did a couple podcasts with guys that killed you know mule deer in Nebraska. But you know, when you you tell someone in Illinois or Iowa, like, yeah, Nebraska, that's the flattest, most boring state to drive through on your way to Colorado. That's like all you hear. <laughs> And I, it always cracks me up because anytime somebody tells me Nebraska's flat, I say, let me guess, you drove through on I-80. Yep, yep. exactly. Uh, yeah. River Corridor. Uh-huh. You got, I said, did you drive a mile north or south of the interstate? No. Nope. nope. I'm like, then don't tell me Nebraska's flat. <laughs> we, got, we got the most varying terrain in Nebraska from you get up in the Pine Ridge in northwest Nebraska. It's like the Black Hills. Um, down in southwest Nebraska where I grew up, it's big canyon country, um, you know, like western Colorado-type canyon country. Um, you get up in northeast Nebraska where I live now, and it's a lot of terrain. It's rolling hills with pasture ground and crop ground with hardwoods and cedars. Southeast Nebraska, you get down there, same kind of thing. It's got a lot of rock outcroppings. I mean, it's just then we got the sand hills. You know, there's yeah. no other terrain like the sand hills anywhere in the United States. That's where that's where we hunted our muleys at was right in the sand hills. It's not, yep, Nebraska it's, is not what you think, Iowa and Illinois. Get your right. shit together. No, nope, <laughs> don't be so ignorant. You, you know, so ignorant. we got antelope. God, you guys got it I all. Mean, it's, Damn, maybe Nebraska's the spot. I think you it know? might be the little gem, the little uh, gem in the rough. Hey, we've been hey, quit saying it. We've been blowing up uh, Ohio on whitetails lately. I think Nebraska's the new Ohio. All of a sudden, <laughs> this trade show's yeah, about to no, be the craziest. Trade Nebraska show. sucks for hunting, man. You guys don't want to come here. <laughs> I think uh, we're gonna have to get together here, man. And have to get moving on your hunting areas. <laughs> show us yeah, where the we moose go are. Out, at. Uh, we, we, we go out every year to the grasslands and uh do spot and stock antelope hunting every year that's that's obviously you guys have done plenty of that up south dakota with them uh, buckstorm boys but yeah that, that that's some humbling hunting right there doug mm-hmm. you've hunted antelope in nebraska haven't you yeah how the fuck are you gonna be all quiet this <laughs> whole time and you've hunted <laughs> nebraska for antelope and you're just like sitting there with your mustache like 
you ain't gonna bring it up. Like just think about the guy to shoot now. I'm yeah, I was gonna say bothered. Just <laughs> say you're all scared about having to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like an idiot. Well, hey, sorry, um, but I miss an antelope in Nebraska, so I don't want to talk about it. Well, you, I mean, don't say that, man. Now you're gonna look back going into the 3D shoot already. Well, dude, don't have Golly. to. Yeah, you don't think at all, do you, Doug? No. (laughs) (laughs) Doug's like, I didn't do anything. You're attacking me. I don't get paid to think. Well, Nebraska's a hidden gem. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to meet a bunch of people at the Nebraska show, schedule podcasts with them, blow up your state, drive sales on tags and everything. Then people get burnt out. Then we'll move in and kill all the animals. There you go. Turkeys is uh, the hidden delight in Nebraska. I heard that. I've heard that. We've been to Kansas couple times for turkeys but uh i've seen videos of the outfitter we went to in nebraska of the turkeys yeah and it's fucking unreal yeah <laughs> to say the least yeah really i'm not a uh i'm, I'm not a big turkey hunter myself yeah me i mean either. i i i go out and i'll i'll hunt them a couple times a year but it's not you know it's not like oh my god i'm i, I don't get out turkey hunting i'm not like dying like i am if i'm not in a tree stand right <laughs> turkeys at antlers that change the whole game yeah but my you know one thing that's great about turkey hunting in nebraska is there's no there's no age for it so i took my son out when he was oh, cool. six he wanted to go turkey hunting and he shot his first turkey when he was six and i'll be damned if that son of a bitch didn't have four beards no wow. kidding <laughs> That's awesome. First turkey he shot had four beards. He gives me crap all the time about it. Because <laughs> I've never shot one with four beards. How old is he now? <laughs> He's nine. Learning to rub it in the older he gets, and it'll yeah. just keep getting worse. Love it. Oh, yeah. Well, cool, man. He's, uh, <laughs> he's pretty excited. Uh, Nebraska, once you're, you got to be 10 to get a deer license. So he didn't oh, get one this year because he doesn't turn 10 until February, but he'll get one next year, and his goal is to – Shoot his first deer with his bow. Very oh, cool. Very cool. Well, if he got a so. if he got a quadruple bearded bird, he's going to be looking at like probably a two hundred for his first deer. So, <laughs> yeah, double drop no, time. He, t- he, t- he told me he said he don't care what it is. If it walks by, he's shooting it. I like Perfect. this kid. Perfect. I like it. dude. He's got the mindset, and obviously he can get it done. So look out. Yeah, that's it. I told him I said I don't care either. Doe spike. I don't care for your first one. Yep. Of course, shoot away. That's awesome, man. Yep. Well, that's if it, cool. If it's in range, let her rip. <laughs> yeah, shoots a buck, 200-inch buck, double dropper, just rubs it in. The older he gets, the worse you hate that you got him into hunting. <laughs> she's, yeah. a, she's a 400-inch yeah, bull the next year. Yeah, 400-inch tag. Yeah. Where, where do you go from there, though? As a, as a 10-year-old, you shoot a 200-incher. What do you got that? What do you got to look forward to? <laughs> I guess you just sit him down, give him his first beer, and you say, listen, kid. It don't get any better from here on out. Enjoy what you got, man. 140 for you forever, buddy. Yeah, no doubt. First beer at 10. If my if I had a son and he killed a 200-inch deer, he's 10 years old, I'd be like, hey, you're going to drink this bush light with me because this is incredible. <laughs> I'm the yeah. worst dad ever, apparently. But that's good. You're like, wow. Huh? Clint should have drank a beer with his boy that night when he told him they weren't pussies. They were savages. I know. <laughs> I know. I I, like he told us that story. I'm like, man, I'm concerned for this. Yeah, I'm concerned for this kid's upbringing. Yeah. <laughs> but Clint is exactly what his kid said. You know, like he just that's what he 
It's how they get it done. Clint's I don't know. Clint. The Caspers, I have a feeling those boys are going to be big buck killers no matter where they go. And Hellraisers. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. For women and mule deer and elk all over the country, they're in trouble. Yep, feel sorry for them already. <laughs> the Casper boys. It's tough out here, man. It's a tough go. Well, Chris, thank you so much, man. I, I'm really looking forward to the show. Um, I'm going to start the hashtag fuck COVID um, before this show. Uh, but, no, man, we appreciate you uh, having us there and, and putting this on and, and helping everybody out that's involved. Yep, um, and I hope that listeners want to come out and hang out and, and kind of support everything that's going on. So, uh, big thank you for one doing the podcast, doing the show, and giving us a chance. Well, I, I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys are coming back out again. I appreciate all the shout outs you've been giving me, the opportunity to be on your podcast. I mean, it's you guys are you guys are killing it. I mean, what do you what are you on like? God, I lost count. What are you on? Like four hundred and thirty some? Four hundred now? Uh, or we, we don't even know. We're in the 400 four hundred. Four something. For something. <laughs> I'm behind. I'm yeah. on like 408 or something. <laughs> we got like, at the time we recorded this, we have like 416 or 17 launched and then a bunch in the hopper. Yep. So it's... Uh, so I'm not that far behind then. No, no. Oh, you're no. you're in the mix still. You're in recent times. You're in current events for the most part. But yeah, man, I mean, we've been hustling. There's uh, no plan in stopping, just ramping it up from here on out and a bunch of big shit planned for 21. So uh, we're looking to, to tear it up. Right on. Well, you you guys keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. I love listening to your podcast, so I appreciate you having me on and uh, being part of the crew. Absolutely, Absolutely man. Yeah. Well, we will see you in less than a month, yeah. and I want to give a big shout-out to everybody that listened to this podcast. We hope to see you out there. Thanks for the support. And you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'm the old there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.